Don't let someone steal your great idea. Register a domain name now and put your idea online. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for the low price of $2.95. 295. Whether you're building your dream business or starting a website for fun, visit GoDaddy.com and enter the code KREN295, K-R-E-N-N-295 at checkout. It's go time. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide. We are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio. They're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. Jim Cren No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Brought to you by the Prime Core Group. Go to primecore.com group.com for all your corporate collection needs we're at the talent network studios of course dave settlemeyer and josh folio frank merger Corey gale wayne weil uh on mic we have terry jones mike wysocki john evans myself we, we want to welcome our intern ryan the intern ryan welcome to the show buddy yay he's welcome been, ryan the intern. An intern we got right clap for, for him uh, yeah a couple weeks the funniest thing was at the wine bar uh one year anniversary show uh, ryan was there and I dropped my papers at one point, and he ran up and picked them and handed them to me. And I didn't know you were an intern. I thought you were some nice guy who helped me out. And he did like three. T- he said, "You need anything to drink or something?" He got me papers. Got me th- and, and I'm like, uh, "I'm like that is the nicest uh, audience member, my God!" Yeah, this guy's buying me drinks. He's handing my. I drop my papers because two seconds he's picking them up. I'm like, "My God, this is a this is a nice guy." So, and, and I mentioned it to Josh. Yeah, I remember you texted me. And I think me. I mentioned it to Terry. You texted me. I go, nice guy. <laughs> the, the, the audience, how about that nice guy picked up the papers? That was one of the nicest things, right in the middle of my act show. And, and they go, oh, that's our intern, Ryan. I'm like, oh, see, I didn't get to Yo, meet him But yet. the funniest is he right. tried to stop you at one point. Like, you, you rushed over to grab the papers out of the way. And he tried to stop you. Like, he reached for your name, went. Oh, yeah, first I thought maybe it was some guy like, trying to grab the scripts. <laughs> And just take them. <laughs> like, Wait, he, no, then no. he gave them to me. Well, welcome, Ryan. Welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you. Ryan, the intern. What school you go to? Uh, straight Very nice. What are you studying? Marketing. This is the place to learn marketing. Right yeah. here, huh? Yeah. Bachelor of Science, IUP, marketing. Mm-hmm. I've Nine twe- years, but I've I did tw- it. I've tweeted 112 <laughs> times in a year. Is that bad? Is that? <laughs> am I utilizing social media properly? That's good marketing. It's <laughs> good marketing, John. It is. I need to ramp that up. Hey, hey, before before we start the show, I just want to say uh, if anyone out there gets a chance to uh, check out the Moth, uh, download the Moth. I was featured this week uh, on the podcast uh, YouTube on their YouTube channel. I'm sorry, the Moth YouTube channel. Uh, the Moth is a, the esteemed storytelling, uh, you know, organization. They they're all over the country, uh, out of New York City. Um, it's really really cool, uh, you know, to see. Uh, I was looking through the thing, and you know, Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell, Salman Rushdie, and me. There <laughs> two, two authors and a guy who read two books in six years. <laughs> But that's yeah. So if you get a chance, uh, definitely download that. We were talking a little bit off the air. Uh, Mayweather, as of this taping, Mayweather uh, just won his fight last night against uh, Madonna Medea. Was it Tyler Perry in drag? Who did he beat? Who did he beat? <laughs> Amadeus. Amadeus. <laughs> we're, say, we're saying he's he's worth so much money. He's more entertaining to watch on twenty four seven than the fights. Like when he do the behind the scenes. Well, now they called something else on Showtime. He signed some big deal with Showtime to do the. 
same thing he was doing on HBO. The six, seven, you know, episodes before the fight, they they show him, they show the opponent yeah. and his lifestyle. And he became an idol about two years ago, three years ago when he started on HBO. He's doing an interview, and 50 Cent was on a Segway behind him. Just, you know, no reason. Never acknowledged him. That's one of my favorite things. There he is. There's 50 Cent. I'm like, Jesus, is that 50 Cent? I read, anyway. Yeah, I read that he lives in like in a inside like a golf course outside of Las Vegas or something. Some mansion that's Huge. within a country club. Or yes, something. crazy, crazy mansion. They show his lifestyle, and he's always got like, you know, 500 grand in his pocket and he's, he bets all the time he's always gambling he's always watching tv and checking out the game he lost like 14 million on uh i think on the broncos oh I heard. yeah yeah 14 yeah. million dollars yes 14 mil that's absurd yeah just absurd. he made 32 for this last fight but he's, still yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. clothing yeah. lines and everything yeah i know really we're yeah. talking about guys who go rope but I don't know if this guy could go, but he's got so much money coming in the next couple of years. If he fights Pacquiao, like you know, we're saying off the air, Terry, he'll get a hundred million. That'll be the fight, highest man. paid fight of all time. Yeah, I think so, huh? He has it will to be fight the him. highest paid fight of all time. He's got to fight him. That's his. That's his Joe Frazier. Unless Mike Tyson decided to train and come back, and just because he's Mike Tyson and he fought Mayweather, it's a it will be the highest. Paid yeah, yeah fight other than that, it's going to have to be that. Yes, it would. It's funny how they they show the you know leading up to the fight. They always give you that that little angle. Where you think, well, maybe this guy could beat him. Did you see any of this guy? Did you see any of this Mm-mm. thing I'm talking about? This yeah, documentary. Like they have the twenty four seven. Yeah. These guys Did you see on this dude, Medea? Yeah, and Medea you always think that they have a chance, and they. Oh, they have this guy, and I fall for it every time. Every time. You know, he's <laughs> wherever in Argentina, Mexico. I have no idea where he's from. He's he's probably from like Orlando, but they just say he's from there. Or whatever. <laughs> They're playing a Spanish version of Eye of the Tiger while he's <laughs> showing the What's clip. It? <laughs> this guy looking like an ant. He's like tough, and you know he just lives on refried beans and <laughs> you know bullets or something. He eats or <laughs> one of those dudes. You know he doesn't sleep in a bed, sleeps in a hole. You know, like really, they made him look so like tough. You know, yeah. They do. I thought this guy might win, and he, he got he beat him. That's what I hate about those 24-7s because you really do believe that these people have a chance and they have no chance in hell. No. Like, you you know what I mean? It, it makes you really believe in this person, kind of like it makes you feel like you're watching Rocky. You know, remember they did that with Kodo uh, a few years ago when he fought Kodo? <laughs> yes. And Kodo was the man at his time, and he got his ass whooped. They did the same thing with De La Hoya. He got his ass whooped. And, um, See, I thought De La Hoya gave him the best fight, I think, Tara, out of all the people that fought him. You think so? I thought this, yeah, I thought he gave him a decent fight. I think he was decent for about three rounds, and then after that, he just got his ass whooped. He made the mistake of trying to, yeah, he should have just boxed. Yeah, he should have boxed instead of dressing in drag. Trying to get tough. Dressing in drag, I know. What's the deal with him dressing in drag? I don't know. There's like photos of him around. I forget about that. I I think that's a weird story about that. I think that's the problem with boxing is that it's it's up for interpretation. (laughs) You know, you can say that, (laughs) no, it is, because when, when, when Sugar Ray Leonard beat Hagler, uh, you know, he threw more punches, but the punches didn't mean as much as what Hagler's punches meant. And I think Hagler won that fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're saying that, oh, he beat Marvin Hagler, but I, I don't think he really did. So it, it is left up for, you know. It is up for interpretation. Because I, 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 when I saw the fight, I saw it on closed circuit. That's how long it goes with the arena. And uh, I thought Leonard won a fight. I thought he stole the rounds. It was like, I, I think Hagler, if he fought him 10 times, he'd beat Ray Leonard nine. But that night, that fight, if you watch the tape on ESPN Classics, watch the last thirty second of every round. He got he, all, he flurries. He flurries. He, mm-hmm. he may not even hit him or hurt him. Yeah, but he 
psychologically, the judges, I could see, let's just say I could see how he won, how the judges tipped it his way. He looks like he's stealing every, you know, the, toward the end of the round. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I that's mean, why Hagler got pissed off about that and quit fighting. Went to Italy to become an actor after that. He did. Yes. I got I got a marvelous Matt, uh, Hagler uh, autograph uh, picture. He was, he was yeah. the man. He was the Mike Tyson of the middleweights before Tyson. Mm-hmm. He was just destroying people. And when he fought Leonard, Leonard was not really at the top of his game, kind of at the end, and you know had the torn retina and all that stuff. And he just <laughs> put it together for that fight, and that was that. Was that. You know, uh, good. Oh, I was just going to say, because of that fight, they changed the rules. They end up changing boxing rules on uh, the punches as far as there being, you know, just the punches that you get the points on, like the flurries, and then the power punches. I remember them changing something ah, in boxing maybe because on the of connections or something like connecting it yeah. to a point or something. Yeah, it had something to do with like how the punches work because Hagler gave the stronger punches, but R- Sugar Ray just got the taps to get yes, the points. Yes, he was getting points so, on yeah. his taps. And like so you I said, John, guys were pissed off about that because well, you know, he wasn't really in. The, the best fight I ever saw, closed circuit. And this is like I said, this before pay-per-view days, guys. I'm a little older you know, and you had to go to the arena, and they would do closed circuit. You should just cable it in live, and there'd be a, it was a sold out Civic Arena, and it, I think I paid like probably seventy five bucks for the ticket, which was a lot of money then. Yeah, and it was uh, Hagler Hearns. Ooh. It was done in three rounds, but it was the most entertaining three oh, yeah. rounds I have ever seen. It was amazing. Yeah, that is, that, that is that the greatest on. fight of all time, probably. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah, it was most entertaining. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Oh, jeez, I couldn't believe it. Slug fest. It was crazy. <laughs> There's no defense. Just two guys wailing at each other for three rounds. Well, here's wow. the here's the problem with modern boxing is that, you know, I personally I'd rather Google, uh, you know, fight at Waffle House on, <laughs> on yeah. YouTube than watch a professional fight. <laughs> that's real. That's like, real. Well, that's these serious. days a heavyweight fight anyway are, are kind of just everybody's just hugging each I other. I can see two women fight over syrup. Uh, <laughs> at, a, at, at a Denny's in Oakland, <laughs> Mill, uh, Millie versus Maggie, three rounds. <laughs> those are syrup. Those are great vids. Uh, I had, always good. I had to get away from that. I had to get away from googling stuff like ta- guy gets tased and Ooh. fight <laughs> fight in Walmart parking lot because you'll just you'll, you'll just spend an hour and a half. Yeah, it is good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you can, you it's watch. not good for your. It's probably bad karma on some level. Yeah, probably. I can watch rubber, Waffle House like, you feel all like night. you're rubbernecking society in a way <laughs> a little, maybe a little bit of schadenfreude yeah, yeah i'd say more than a little yeah <laughs> i like watching people get tasered that's my shit is, like, yeah is that your favorite thing? oh man the, you know i was doing bad shit like i was watching junkies nod off like googling junkies nod off and watching videos of junkies <laughs> nod off. Video, that's like the video most channel of junkies oh just off. junkies nod off and there's one song you know, watch it, this it, it was like from boring oh no but it's great because they <laughs> had it might be good they put sesame street in the background and it was like I like to sleep and it just had them like nodding off over Ernie singing and then I like watching people get tased that's my favorite thing they got a, they got a, a website now <laughs> you can go to it's uh it's got yoga poses and they got a picture of like a woman in a yoga pose and then you somebody send in a pose of someone drunk in the same pose like they have this one with the split and this yoga thing <laughs> and then they had this woman in her pajamas in a bathroom with the same split with their heads against the toilet like she's in the same position as the yoga lady but they're drunk, yeah. It's pretty good <laughs> stuff. It's funny. Hey, we have to talk about uh, Donald Sterling, the Clippers. What an asshole! Uh, the things that he said. We all know. You know, we all read the transcript and everything. You know, with his, <laughs> with his girlfriend. And it's bizarre. He has a wife. Like two days ago, holy fuck, he's married too. <laughs> his side but chick got him in trouble. His side chick got him in trouble. Mm. With the most bizarre, you know, racist comments, and then uh, they banned him for life. And he came out and said, "They said he didn't want to leave. He's not going to leave. He's going to fight them. 
which is big. They, they, he has to leave. They have to get rid of this guy. There's no, I mean, that is on tape. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a completely a business decision. It's not like a free speech thing where the government's stepping in. It's like you've harmed that product. They're he not going to make any company. money from the Clippers anymore. It's a right. damaged product. It wasn't like they're doing this great thing. It's a completely based on Yeah, and finding a player that will want to play for the Clippers yeah, if he's the owner. They're not going to sell any Clippers We're merchandise. Just watch they're going to have empty seats during the playoffs, so they're just we just got to cut this guy loose. Yeah, it's no, there's no tolerance for what he said. No tolerance for racism. They, did like you that. see his side piece the other day wearing that like welder's mask, the protector? From, I think she probably wore that when she slept with him so she didn't have to look at old balls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what... The that's visor? The, yeah. yeah, that's the worst thing facing you know, the gold digger did is you li- dealing did you, with old balls. Did you listen to <laughs> The, did you listen to the conversation? I listened to the tape, the whole tape. Yeah. I did too. Did you guys all listen to I it? I listened to the extended version. What? I don't know. Did you guys think? I don't know why the funniest thing in the tape was. I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, this guy's is such an asshole the whole time. Then all of a sudden, he started talking about Larry Bird. I just thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry Bird's name came <laughs> up. That's said, right. Yeah, well, she said, uh, would you rather eat? be with Larry Bird or something like that and, and, and they're talking like two minutes later. He goes, why did you have to bring up Larry Bird? I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Well, that makes you believe that maybe she was like trying to set him up for that, just so she could get that on tape. I mean, she was definitely fishing for him to. She made, well, I'm sure she to say a, things, you know, mm-hmm. racist asshole. Oh, I mean, it didn't probably wouldn't take much to get him to to say those things. Oh no, Did not you, at all. He's an eighty-one year old white man, like old white guy. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Eighty-one. Uh, who's a, who's a, you know who's, who's a registered Republican and a billionaire. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So on. it doesn't surprise me at all. And did you see the tape shit. Snoop Dogg did on him? It's oh great. yeah, Snoop was like, you "Yo, fuck motherfucker, you, whatever." <laughs> fuck you, Donald Sterling, you motherfucker, <laughs> redneck country racist piece of shit, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, they, and it's, it's not that bad a penalty either. If you get a lifetime ban when you're 81 <laughs> years old, it's kind of like getting kicked out of school in May of your senior year. I mean, you pretty much got everything you're going to get out of it. <laughs> that's true. And then, oh, like a month later, they're, oh, he has cancer. Yeah. yeah. So that's. Yeah. So we got a little bit of a paterno factor. Oh, yes, I, I love this. I love the cancer because it's like, yo, man, cancer makes some racist. Like, these cancer cells, these are so racist. You know, he has those KK cancer cells. I think he wants to say that are making him say, oh, he, he knows right? he does, man. I, you know, he's I thought it was funny. Anything. I honestly laughed at the tape because yeah, he's, yeah, he's an asshole. It's kind of you it know, is, it, it is so bizarre. I mean, it's like you picture him going to like Starbucks and a barista. He'll say, like, "Here's your black coffee, Mister." Don't yell it in public. <laughs> <laughs> That's private. I need more cream in my coffee. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> God damn it! I don't <laughs> like my coffee dark. I mean, he said Magic Johnson can't come to the game. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> this is not an unprecedented thing do you remember uh marge shot the owner of the reds called uh, dave parker and eric davis her million dollar n-words yep publicly yeah, yeah and she that. got banned for they, kicked, for, her out, they right? kicked her out of the league for a year yeah. or two years yeah, yeah. she never recovered she never came recovered never came back so this guy can't recover from this well there is i think she came back and went after the jews but she continued to yeah, be yeah. Like <laughs> very racist say something no, but one life. of the most intelligent things that i heard about this kareem abdul jabbar wrote a amazing piece yeah. that really great piece about how you know it's you know this this rush to be outraged thing is like it's it's well documented that this guy had a court case against him where he actually discriminated from renting apartments to black people and uh and and, uh latinos and he didn't want them to and and 
somebody sued him and found out that yes he was discriminated so we already knew that this was happened that you had an owner in the NBA that was a tr- a, a, a proven racist well, you'd be, you'd, well convicted racist you'd, you know so we, now look, you hear look this, this up to see if this is true I heard this I, he got he got like a man of the year or like oh yeah yeah from oh, the NAACP. No, he got no, it got taken back. But he it did get, get it though. I'm saying he did get that's it. That's what I'm saying. He, he was, got it. That's how much he hid the race. His oh no, nah, did you evil, see the motherfucker that, you know, that, that was going to give him no award? Did that? you see the dude that was going to give him award? It looked like Jamie Foxx with a fucking Jerry curl. Like he dude still got a Jerry curl <laughs> in 2014. Like there was no nothing. That, I like, was stunned at that. <laughs> you got the either, I think it's this last year or something. Robert Griffin. Robert Griffin the third. Leon, this motherfucking Leon. Uh, what was his name? It was like Leon, Leon Jenkins or some shit. It's like President Leon Jenkins of the NAACP giving an award, and he had a Jerry curl, and it was just dripping in the picture. With like old school. Then he had to. There's nothing you could do. Eric I mean, Dickerson you have to. Style. Oh, it was it was <laughs> it was Ster- Tito Jackson. But Sterling Sterling has to go. He's yeah, he does go. go. There's no way he. I mean, because it's like you said, my. It's, it's not like he can't he scream freedom of speech or any bullshit because that's like it's, it's a company. Yeah, it's a company. It's a business. And a lousy, lousy every... owner. They've been horrible for thirty something years. For the last couple of years, when they they lucked out on Blake Griffin and somehow they got you know, like Chris Paul and the uh, players. Did, but did they play the game seven yet? They were in the game seven. I think they they won. won it. Yeah, they, they did won. win. Golden State lost. That'd be funny if they won the <laughs> they won the NBA title. Know, like, he oh, can't go man. to the parade. The only the only I think the, pro, I think the, the players did a little bit. Of a protest, like wore their jerseys inside out or something. Yeah, a little yeah. bullshit ass protest. Yeah. So. That was a bull- the, the funniest thing I heard was that they were saying he only hates half of Blake Griffin. <laughs> 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 that was hilarious. But <laughs> that's a good line. I mean, he if if this was the slave trade, Donald Sterling is the worst slave. Well, owner he should of all time. he should feel good His though team because sucks. Uh, he needs to get better slaves. He should feel good though because <laughs> Alex Jones and uh, Donald Trump came to his defense. So oh, that's good. Yeah. You're he in got good the company. Donald You're on your company. side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Donalds stick what together. Is there, what is there to defend? Uh, it's hilarious. Donald Trump was saying that, you know, that he, he was blaming the woman for for uh, recording him it, it, without him knowing for in revealing the that privacy. He's an yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for proving to the world what a piece of garbage <laughs> this man is. I can't I can't believe the guy covered it up his I saw some, kind of like uh, you know th- if that's in his heart it is obviously he said, oh, no, it's, it's been for a that's long been time talking about PR too. and stuff there like yeah. I said to get the you know NAACP award award mm-hmm. and all that stuff How, you know he oh, that's just money that's just money NAACP award that Jerry Crowe well they said he was... donated a lot to hospitals and there's all oh, these awards tax write offs dozens of awards tax write offs that's all it is. But he's a billionaire, I guess. Yeah, he bought this land in L.A. and said he was going to build, like, a big homeless shelter for it, like, six years ago. And then nothing's been built on it. <laughs> and then he took out ads in the paper to congratulate himself for doing it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his thing. And he's been racist he always forever, do it. too. Like, White homeless only. Raleigh Massimino <laughs> turned down the job for the Clippers because he met the owner. And oh, really? In, like, 84... They wanted Massimino to be the coach of the Clippers. He's like, oh, you're going to have to meet. Well, he said, yeah, you're going to have to meet the owner. And the owner, he meets him at the airport, and he's with a couple of bimbos just looking like a slime ball and said, you know, how do you think you can manage my N-words? And then Massimino went home and called him up, said, there's no way I'm working for that guy. (laughs) And then, actually, good thing Massimino, you know, turned down the money because he was coaching at Villanova at the early time, not making a lot of money or anything, turned out an NBA job, not working for that guy. Then the next year, Massimino wound up winning the national title with Villanova. Hmm. Wow. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's really wild. The thing that made me laugh about it, too, was 
there there was a point in the conversation where he was talking to her and she brought up like the Holocaust and he was talking about black Jews being uh, looked down upon by white Jews and they're treated really bad. And, and, you know, over in that side of the world. And uh, the part that got me was she was saying, well, you know, you can change as a person. And he said, no, it's bigger than me. It's a culture. I can't change the culture. It was as if like, you kind of feel bad for how stupid this dude is because you're like, okay, <laughs> so he's, ignorant, he's yeah. so damn ignorant that he doesn't realize that he can change, but he's afraid to be like, he's, he, he's he wants just, to be around other douchebags. And because those other douchebags are racist, he wants to fit in. It's like the kid. It's like everyone's ignorant. doing it. How about like, what he said? <laughs> funny <laughs> thing, he goes, uh, he says, uh, you know, black people, you, you can fuck them. Don't bring him to the game. <laughs> Don't bring him to the game. Yeah. Don't bring him to the game. Fuck him. Oh, she said Matt Kemp is lighter than me. <laughs> no, you called it by Instagram too, did you? Oh yeah, yeah. You Don't have to use the Instagram. <laughs> Don't put any pictures of black people in you on Instagram. <laughs> she was like, "Well, Matt Kemp is lighter in Magic Johnson. I thought it was okay." You know, it's funny when she goes, "Well, I'm like, uh, I think she's half Latino and half, I'm yeah, half black or something." Yeah. And he paused for a second. I think he learned it for the first time <laughs> on the phone call. <laughs> His face was like, "What?" <laughs> I've, been, I've been banging part of a Negro. God. The the other thing that I did, you know what? I have a conspiracy theory, and my conspiracy theory is that this sad chick was set up by Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson <laughs> set her to record him so that he could buy the Clippers. I was well, I thought that's a good conspiracy. First thing theory. I thought, I thought Magic should buy it and then ban him from the game. <laughs> That'd be great. Sterling can't come in. Oh man, I think he because he was talking about buying the Clippers. If you yeah, tried, was, yeah he wants he wants to buy an NBA team. We bought the Dodgers as part of that. I don't know if you uh-huh. can buy. I don't know if you can buy. Can you buy? He two probably, teams. I, I think you can because there's two I separate sports. I think he can, yeah, but you have to I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if he bought the Clippers. Oh, I think he wants to because in the interview he said he needs to sell them. He That's has what to sell in the interview. Yeah, it's kind of weird. This guy, you know, he, she doesn't deserve half a billion dollars either. No, even Michael Jordan them. came out, and Michael Jordan doesn't say shit. About no, anything. everybody commented, huh? Yeah. What did Michael? I didn't see Michael's. Michael anything. Jordan was just saying he was upset, and it just just it just hurts uh, black people all over the country. He said he wasn't just worried about the athletes, but just in general all, yeah, for this coming people, out and sure. just showing everything. Mm-hmm. So, and then he said, "Now, nah, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to make sure these people in Asia are making twelve cents <laughs> to make my shoes <laughs> to sell for my black people to wait in line and make me money. I want y'all to wait in line and whoop each other's asses for world star hip hop and yeah, make me you know, money." What are you do? I, know, I know we get shocked, but you know, there's, e- there's, it's, it's, I guess, you know, that reminder. There's evil in the world. There's no shock there, I guess. But then, so eighty-one years gonna, old. I say it all the time on the show. There's some people you just should not be surprised at the racist. Right. Yeah, Sterling. 81, he probably should have shot it down yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah. That motherfucker was old enough to, to be a part of the the anti-segregation <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I mean? Although, like, although you know who surprised me that he's, he that he's racist? You know, he Georgia. <laughs> I'm fighting for General Lee. Yeah, really. <laughs> he was in Lee's God battalion. damn it, I'm still alive. <laughs> and Negroes are free. <laughs> I was surprised that Dog the Bounty Hunter was racist. <laughs> really? I wasn't surprised Paul Dean, obviously, really? Paul Dean. Yeah, oh, that was Rally Dog the Bounty Hunter is... Dog? Of all yeah. people, Dog said some racist yeah. things on a phone call, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he seemed to... Larry King. Really? If, if we knew two things about Dog, and we knew two things about Dog, <laughs> is he always talked about God. And hey, if you don't have a cigarette, he'll give you one. <laughs> did, did you see Here, him on, unless it's menthol, Here, and then you screwed. Did you see him on uh, CNN? 
or some dog. He's talking about it, and he starts crying, and he, he pledges. This is like his big uh, thing to atone. He pledges that when he dies, there's some famous <laughs> African-American cemetery somewhere in New York or somewhere. And he names he goes. He pledges he wants to get buried there. That's his big thing. Wow. That was his atonement on Larry King. It's like, yeah. That makes me happy. He said it like three times. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, man? <laughs> man. Wow. Oh God. Unbelievable. It's crazy. Hey, we have to, we have to mention uh, also about uh, the alleged Bigfoot sighting in Bradford, PA, this past week. Ooh. It was on Ralph Adinati interviewed the dude and everything on Channel 2. Huh? So you know it's real. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? Yeah. No. The guy was Bigfoot. driving his car and he was uh, coming back from... How do we say this? It's a state park uh, somewhere in Bradford. Kinzu, Kinzua, Kinzu, K-I-N-Z-U-A. Named for the Japanese settlers near Bradford. Yes, the big Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. Kinzu settlement. But he was, uh, (laughs) him and John uh, Stoneman, he's driving home (laughs) from the uh, state park, whatever festival, and his his girl, they're going slow around the bend, and he sees not one, not two, but three Bigfoot. And takes a picture. <laughs> so give it, and it's a good shot as far as Bigfoot goes. It's like they're glamour shots, and, and they're kind of—they don't show the face. You just see like three, like big hairy matted hair. It could be like three anorexic bears. I don't know, but it's like he's just—they're <laughs> just like kind of standing there huddling, look like like three Bigfoot playing poker or something like that. They're kind of like huddling together. But you got to see the picture. Look, it, mm. it's, it's and he's like, ah, I don't you found know. the picture, bro. Look at the picture, guys. Three. It could be three Everyone people listening. in the ghillie look suits. Look up. Bradford man takes picture. A Bigfoot. Convincing, Mike? Uh, <laughs> it was convincing, Are you sold? Yes. Not yet. I mean, I don't know if it's Bigfoot, uh, but he did see. He took a picture. Legit. He got something Those on camera. Legitimate. It does look like Let Bigfoot. Let me see that. Yeah, but it could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything, right? Wow. There was like some Bigfoot festival around there. Not How does know, he was, look? was near there. All we have to go is that grainy footage from 1968, so we don't I, know. I think it was some guys or something put the costume on and went out in the woods possible well you know they make those ghillie suits which are like heavily camouflaged suits that you can just like plop down and it looks yeah, like it looks like yeah, yeah, that's right yeah. i mean it, it could be that it could be that from that far away and spotting three of them usually only people spot one at a time yeah, i know oh this is like this is all over the world now this this whole deal there's like yeah, these bigfoot clubs are going nuts on him and all you know bigfoot some bit huge bigfoot <laughs> society thing and they're just going nuts on these what do you guys let's go right what do you think wayne real or not no, I don't know. It's Ryan, real. the intern. Ryan, the intern. no, Cor, no. Bigfoot, no. He's just laughing. Josh, He's just laughing at Josh, it. Josh, no. Mike, <laughs> I don't think so. No, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going with Terry. Yes, jo- uh, I want to believe so bad. John, um, it's how? hard to tell with that picture, but I'll say yeah. <laughs> Why not? I, I love, I love a good. <laughs> Why just get it going, right? Keep it going. Well, this on the heels of uh, someone saying that they spotted the Loch Ness monster on Google Maps. That was real. <laughs> was that real? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that one. Somebody's or it was a Google it. Earth or something. Google said Earth, if you go yeah. down and yes. you can see this thing, yeah, look like a sea creature. The, why are big feet uh, so? See, I noticed I said big more feet. than one. Big, big feet. feet. Mm-hmm. It's big foot, but there's three, which makes it big feet. And why are they so camera shy? I don't know. Because they all had their backs turned. You know, why couldn't you get a little picture of the face? So much bad press from the movie Harry and the Hendersons. I know. <laughs> they're I know. afraid. To, they're afraid. They're ashamed. They're embarrassed. We're the official podcast of the Bigfoot uh, Society. We so pretty much we should are. be the ones Tom talking Powell, about it today. Uh, At least to the Loch Ness monster, you know where he is. You know where he's going to be. Right. He's in that one certain yeah, area, which is Bigfoot could be. You know, in the news story, yeah. Ralph, I know he's talking to him on the phone. Like he didn't even <laughs> drive out to meet the dude. He's actually showed Ralph on the phone in his desk. 
<laughs> you know, John, what did you see out there? I don't know. The, the guy said, well, I don't know if I believe in it, but it was something. That's all he said. So he, yeah. he, who knows? He may make a lot of money off this. He I told his girlfriend when he took the pieces, you know, these pictures are going to blow up. It's going to be wild. And it, and it is. It's crazy, man. That means that he's like, yo, baby, I'm a star, and I'm going to get me a side chick like Donald Sterling. Yeah, he's going to headline. And I'm going to be rich, and, and I'm going to snort coke off of Hooker's breast. Did you think Sterling's girl's hot? I did not think she's that hot. A little she's too much surgery. Oddly, oddly attractive. She's kind of Surgically kinda, hot. She's kind of hot, yeah. Surgically, surgically hot. Spends like, a lot of time on the eyebrows. That's a, yeah. you know, it's, it's always a warning. You know, <laughs> I, Tammy Fiscatelli talks about that. Like, you know, the how crazy a woman is is you know is direct link to uh, how thin their eyebrows are. <laughs> you know, if you spend a lot yeah, of time. That is funny. Yeah, that's that's, funny a, that's a very accurate. Look yeah. at this woman's eyebrows; they're crazy. They're true. You can imagine. So that. she's crazy. Yeah, she's well, hot for an eighty. How hot for dating an eighty-one-year-old? I, I, would, I mean, I, I would, <laughs> who would do that? I would have hit it before Donald Sterling. Now it's just like, but she's kind of like doing black people justice. So I feel like I have to hit it. You know, but and I videotape she, it. Wonder, yeah, you know what I mean? She, she, like hit it and videotape it and then send it to Donald Sterling with one of those like saw voices. Yeah. Like, I just broke <laughs> off your woman. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then Donald's like, long as you don't post it on the Instagram. Right. Okay. <laughs> post the trailer on Instagram wearing a Black Panther hat the whole time. What? Sex tape. Yeah. I would do it. What the fuck did she see in about a guy? God. Money. Yeah, I guess Money what am I saying? A bill, he has a billion reasons. Right? Whatever. Yes. Magic no, she, she, didn't he buy her several cars and stuff? Yeah, well, yeah, is, yeah. Is he, his wife, is he divorced from that woman? They said his wife, they kept saying he has to be divorced. I don't know. I don't know if they're divorced or she's just just loves the money. Because, yeah, why would the wife hang out? There's a lot of women like that. I they guess just, they're just on the payroll. They don't got no jobs. They're like, hey, look, why would I fuck all this up? Do yeah, what you got to do. I'm so. just going to get my nails done and buy coach purses or Louis Vuitton, rather. I'm sorry. Just got to block that asshole out when he talks. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> and just make your money, raise your kids, have fun with your He's children. He's so old and, to be yeah. a, Did I fuck you? Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. He wouldn't remember. Uh, 81. He doesn't dude. know. Yeah. 81. Can he sell his wife the team for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> I think there was Yo. talk of that, actually. Huh. He could sell it to the family. They're, gonna, they're talking about that. Then he can have I don't a puppet they, regime of his own, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to let him do that. Though. I don't know. I will be the secret <laughs> society slave master. He yeah. has this, as of this taping, the Pens are still in the playoffs playing the Rangers and uh, I got to talk to a very funny comedian who has a great podcast on our uh, network called uh, Puck Off. And Joe Bartnick. You guys know Joe, right? Yeah. Really <laughs> funny comic. Funny guy. Uh, great guy. He's a Pittsburgh guy, originally from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Uh, moved to Los Angeles, and he tours all over the country. I ran into uh, Joe and I hung out uh, when he came to Pittsburgh uh, a week and a half, two couple weeks ago. With uh, Craig Gass, by the way, who is hysterically funny also. Craig Gass, one of the nicest guys you could ever meet, too. And uh, he asked me to do a, a guest set down at the Rex with those guys, which was the weirdest thing happened. Josh and I, Josh came with me. I went down there. And we get there. For, I was going to do a guest set the, the second show. Mm-hmm. And we go up in the, the like their green room of the Rex, their you know, room upstairs. And these three guys come walking in, and they're holding a, a woman who's out cold. And as they're walking by, it looks like she's dead. And they go, she's been roofied. You know, we're like, holy shit, so he's been roofied. What kind of a show am I and, at? Well, <laughs> that I, I, was the opening act. Yeah, she was. The girl was the opening uh, I know her. So the funniest line, Joe gets the funniest line. They they, they bring her, you knew her, right? You yeah. knew the opening act. Yeah. So they bring her by. I mean, the head back, like, you know, the whole thing, she's out. 
thank God she's all right. I heard. But anyway, so they bring her, you know, roofied out over, and they, they lay her on a sofa or something, and I don't know if they call the hospital or whatever happened. But, but Joe was quiet, and Joe goes, do I have to do another ten extra ten minutes? Start laughing. But anyway, yeah, she's all right. But anyway, I got I got to hang with Joe. We had a few beers at the Green Tree Inn, and I got a, I got a tape of that. We were talking a lot about Pittsburgh. We talked about hockey. We talked about uh, you know he, he grew growing up here in the nineties, and we talked about the old Penguins in the nineties. You know the new era, and Tom Barrasso. What great characters mm. they were. And this is our conversation. Now, this is not an interview, by the way. Just uh, this is not my Charlie Rose moment. We were just uh, <laughs> literally having beers and, and burgers at the Green Tree Inn, and just uh, you know put the iPhone down and it just recorded us just bullshitting. This is uh, Joe and I, Joe Bartnick and I, bullshitting here and having a good time uh, at the Green Tree Inn. He's Green Tree Inn. He's, he's such a great guy. He said real funny. We we're talking about this is right where we were talking about Tom Barrasso, who was quite a character here in Pittsburgh. Here's here's uh, myself and Joe Bartnick at the Green Tree Inn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's how we heard what it growing, he, remember? Was that a, One of the strippers attacked him with the scissors. Oh, is that where it was? Yeah. I, I, there something were so like many that. rumors on that one. Yeah, something like that. I had like heard that. it was a Froggies. I heard it was... Uh, well, I think it was one of the girls from from Fantasies. It was definitely one of the girls from Fantasies got the, involved that, in that, that was sort the, of thing. <laughs> Was yeah, involved a scissor attack. Okay? Yeah, it, was, it was definitely either she was a waitress there or the, or the one of the strippers. It definitely had some connection to that scene. <laughs> and the scissors went. Yeah, and there was a fight at Froggy set, and maybe there was a separate scene with him. I thought the Froggy, fight. Was the fight at Froggy tagging Eddie? Peter yeah. tags. Maybe it was. I don't. Yeah, I just remember Tom's name's always always coming up. Hell of a goalie though. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I never had a problem with him, but he seems to not have a. People just don't like him. He just he, wasn't personable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was the bad man. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, is that, was that it? I mean, like, literally, like. A lot I think those guys, yeah, some of those guys just aren't good communicators in the press or whatever, you know. It's weird how the press just go attack. Like, like you're old school, like one of my. You know, I'd say other than Stargill, my favorite all time pirate is Dave Parker. And people oh, hated yeah, him. Cobra. The Cobra? Yeah, the Cobra. You know what? He's called the Cobra. Yeah. His well, dick. he used to his wind di- up his, his dick. Oh. <laughs> that was with the rumor. The, the word was that uh, Bob Prince or something saw him in a shower in a locker and walking through. Bob Prince said, holy fuck, is that a Cobra? <laughs> and then they all, and then everyone was saying, yeah, but everyone thought, oh, yeah, it's because he doesn't yeah, yeah. bat. Is this was bad or, you know. Yeah, yeah. he throws, there's like, you know, it's, yeah. the ball snaps like, I don't know, whatever. Everyone right. had a Cobra. Yeah. But so, that was the rumor that, that Prince saw, what the fuck is that a Cobra? <laughs> you know. He's, yeah. That's great. <laughs> so I heard. Yeah. What was, like, his last year here, like, 85, when he knew he was at the door because the fans hated him right. and hated him. We almost made the playoffs. We lost out by, like, two games. He hit, like, 350, like, the oh, last half monster. of the season. Oh, he was a monster. He was amazing. Yeah, and it was, no, but, like, his last year when people were, like, down on him. It was, like, yeah. He was amazing. People, he died fifth. People were shitting on him. It was, like, yeah, the Cobra. He was the guy. Yeah. yeah he he, it, like, they weren't ready for, like, a, even in the 80s, Pittsburgh, they weren't ready for, like, a black superstar like that. Like, people hated his money. Like they hated the fact he made that money. That was a, that was the uh, bizarre cocaine years, right? Remember yeah, the pirate, the pirate pair like scandal, the pirate and all the players. Oh my god! Did you ever see that? They did a special about that. 
Yeah, well, it, 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 it's, it's a your, great. It was a great pizzeria down there on the Carlos, down uh, yeah. on Fifty One. That's good pizza. I knew the pan. I, I, I knew that guy. I knew that guy. Everybody knew that guy. Yeah. You, you mentioned, as soon as you say a story in Pittsburgh, I don't care where you are in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, the parrot. Every, every, always, I knew that guy. <laughs> I knew yeah. the parrot, of course. That's like uh, Bill Burr talks about, like, because my dad has, I was too young, but my dad has him too, about Marino. Oh, God. Like, everyone has a, I party with everyone Dan Marino's oh, story. Every everybody. everybody. Go through anywhere in Pittsburgh, <laughs> mention his name, within five minutes, get time it, within five minutes you'll hear Oh, yeah, I carried Dan Reno out of Zelda's one. <laughs> it was always out of Zelda's. And they always carried him out, man. Yeah, I carried, I carried him out. And then they wait a minute and they go, that's why he didn't get drafted, number one. <laughs> he don't shoot, he didn't care. He didn't care. Yeah, like, like there's no cocaine in Miami. Well, that's what's so funny. <laughs> in that era, in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, like he went to Miami, like yeah, the craziest was, place to go. That would have been the one that, yeah, well, was I went to Miami for four months. <laughs> that rumor would have been true. Yeah, when we left, well, that's when we went to Florida. We went to Miami. Yeah, that's a Pit, that's a Pittsburgh thing, though. You got to go to Miami for a while. That's yeah. the first place we want to get out of. Like, yeah, just for a month. You go back. You go for three months. And you come back. Yeah, I was like ah, it ain't for me. You're like eh. yeah, get down there. And, Holy shit. We but, stayed at the Art Deco section. It was South Beach before we South Beach called the Art Deco section. Yeah, we didn't even know it was topless. Our first day on the beach, we're like, oh my god, <laughs> naked, like, yeah, naked women. It was the greatest thing ever. It was empty. It was like, it was kind of a dump. Yeah. Yeah, because it was before yeah. Madonna went down there and banged her when it made it hit. <laughs> and all of a sudden you go through the summer, it's 100 degrees, and the insects are as big as fucking pigeons and stuff. You know, oh, yeah. Like rat, you know, like well, their Palmetto bought it. Oh. So like, First oh. Palmetto, man. You, you could ride these things. They're fucking so bad. Oh, my scary. mom. We almost never went back to Myrtle Beach. Like, first time I met Myrtle Beach. your first Palmetto experience? Yeah. Oh, my, yeah, I was in the closet. Gotcha. My mother had a, oh, no, I don't know what, I, I don't know, I don't know what happened. It was like shining. My mother was like, <laughs> Went crazy. Like my dad had to. What's going on? Oh, and killed it, and then just like, oh, you know, almost like we almost like left. You can't. We so, almost yeah. like drove home that night, like all the way back home. Just like I'm not staying here. First palmetto I saw was in Miami, and uh, uh, I couldn't. I almost couldn't kill it. It was so big. It was a fight. I just, <laughs> I injured it. It went away and it hid, and I was afraid it was going to come out like Jason with a little knife and a mask on and killed me in the middle of the night. Man, it's like, where is he? I don't know where yeah. he went. You so, bowed down before you hit it. Like, yes. <laughs> you want to fight? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, they, they're huge. They're You've never huge. seen one. They're, they're it'll, huge. It'll cure you. You come right back to Pittsburgh. That's just it. You go, to, you go to these places like, you know, go to Miami, go to Phoenix, all these nice places. They're great. Don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. You go there, and then they, they're like nine insects that can kill you. Like, you know, we don't have it in Pittsburgh. You know? Oh, yeah. They're in your yeah. shoes. You, yeah. leave, you leave your shoes out. Yeah. You crawl in your shoes. What you have are scorpions. This and you're, what? <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> can they kill you? Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's the climate's great here actually. I you guess, you I like guess the winter. I like change of seasons. I don't I like it. The, well, I don't mind uh, when it changes. It's been so freaking cold. I know. I I'm a little bit. I don't mind the cold. I just I'm tired of the snow. Oh, it's killing me. I, Could I, you move back to Pittsburgh? Could you ever move back here? I tell you what. I I, I think I, about I, it for the schools for my kid and being yeah. near my grand and being her near her grandparents and mm-hmm. how much I love the Penguins and just like guys like you and just it's Pittsburgh. I tell you what, people drive too slow here for me now. <laughs> I'm behind people. I'm just like, oh my god, I can run faster than you're going on 88. Like I can you're run. You're used to the six lanes in LA, yeah, nine lanes, used, man. I'm just used to I'm used to people out. driving faster in my in my carports. Yeah, 
<laughs> people, people killing people was a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, people just driving faster. <laughs> no, but literally, it's like, and I hate. It's like that's. I, I, I said like I, I hate. Oh, I, I, we, before we recorded, I hate driving. That's why I stayed in oh, San Francisco. Hate, really? So, yeah, I don't like driving. So you don't have to drive a lot in San Fran because you get around. Uh, yeah, so I, I would. A lot I, I would park saying. my car. For a month on end in San Francisco. Really? Yes. So you were able to get around like that? Yes. Okay. I mean, I huh. never didn't live in the city city. Okay. Like, I mean, like, inner, not inner inner city. I mean, so it, it's an inner city. Right. I mean, it wasn't like a ghetto, but I mean, like, I never lived past like a 10 minute bus ride down to anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can And I that. would walk, I could walk, I could walk from downtown to my place in like an hour if I had to, even up over the big hills, no matter. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I lived on, Hate Street between Pipe Dreams and Hate Mail. I live in the Mission next to the, the famous Santana poster or mural. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've lived, I live everywhere in that city because you know every, <laughs> once a year the you know some of the really don't want to kick you out, so you gotta, you gotta move around. My, my buddy Kenny Oldansky in, in the Strip. Okay, there weren't a lot of a lot of you know big neighborhood, but as I was growing up, it was still was a neighborhood. Some row houses and Kenny and Robert Oldansky lived above the Peanut Store. On 16th Street. Still there, that little peanut candy store. Oh, yeah. They lived there. And Kenny had never been, on, he's Pittsburgh through and through. Never been out of the city. Never been out of the city. <laughs> Idea of vacation was, you know, jog-a-lake. That was <laughs> he meets a girl. Works at the Gap in North Hills, Ross Park Mall. Kenny goes, uh, King, he talks like this. I'm at this girl. She's really hot, man. I think she's into me. You know, now Kenny would say that about every guy. Oh yeah, she's into you, Ken. You won't tell me. She's fucking into me. I'm like, all right. A month goes by. I get a call out of nowhere. Can you give me? I'm at Chili's in, in North Hills. You're never gonna believe he's in the booth too big. That girl from the Gap. <laughs> really? I'm gonna go over and talk to her. So go get her. Good. He goes over and talks to her. I can't believe this. A month goes by. He'd been dating her, right? And we knew he'd been dating her. I get a call. Hey, I'm, I'm moving to San Francisco. I'm like, what? He goes, I'm moving to San Francisco. Because this girl's going to, she got a promotion from the, the Gap store. I guess the headquarters, or one of the headquarters. Right. And he was in San Fran. So she go, he goes and follows her out. A year goes by. They break up. He stays. Kenny's still there. He's been here for like 12 years now. Never left. 12, 15 years. Yeah. And the funniest thing is I go out and visit him every once in a while. That's why I love this. I do like right. this. It's a nice city. And, and this girl, uh, this girl, Bay, she can't speak any, she barely speaks English. She's from, uh, uh, Thailand. She speaks Thai. She's a little Thai restaurant, a little 12-seater in Sausalita. I think it's okay. Sausalita. Yeah. The name of town. Sausalita. Yeah. Right across the bay. Yes. Right across the bay. It's a cool little restaurant. It's really tremendous food in it. She barely, but anyway, we go out there to, to hang out. And it's the most amazing thing in the world to have Kenny and Bay talk. Because Kenny speaks no Thai. She speaks very little English. And they come on communicate. And you'll hear, you know, me and Richie and Tommy and, you know, Robert. We all want all the guys from the neighborhood across San Francisco. <laughs> to give you a line of how kind of culture we are, who we are, we went out there and watched uh, a DVD of uh, Larry the Cable Guy, um, Health inspector, or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Richie has it. That's all we did was drink, laugh, and watch that about twenty times. That was our San Francisco experience. But, but we went out a little bit. And, 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 and one of the things we do is go to her restaurant. You know, she was feeding us every day this incredible food. And Kenny on the phone would be, "Evie, leave me one four thirty, four thirty, babe. Okay, four thirty. 
Four thirty basis, like you're breeding it over and over, and then all of a sudden we remember this. She'd smile, give us the food. Well, anyway, Kenny's seeing this girlfriend, so he calls me one Sunday. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, Kenny. You ever do Viagra? <laughs> I said, no. Nah. I said, I haven't, I haven't, you know, neither, but yeah, it's pretty cool here. I got to tell you, I took one. Your dick's like an 18 year old. <laughs> like, really? It's unbelievable. He said, but I got a little problem. I said, what? Well, Sunday is the day Bay come over. She comes over every Sunday. I mean, it's our day to get her. She's busy at the restaurant. Like, cool. So what, what's the problem? She goes, well, I didn't want to tell her about my anger. She said, whoa, what you do? What you do? What you do? Like, what different? What different? And Kenny goes, point, he goes, I just was making stew on a on bed pot of soup. He goes, Oh, it's a soup. It's a soup, eh? It's, it's the herbs in there. Herb, herb, he's telling her. So he said, I said, what's the problem? He goes, every day she's calling, saying, hey, Kenny, you want to make soup? That's good. But we, we, I get out every once in a while, San Fran. Do you, you get back to San Fran? Yeah, I go. Um, I play, there's two clubs, Cobbs and the Punch, and now they're both owned by Live Nation. They used to be the big competitors. I play probably three weeks a year. There's a punchline in L.A. too, right? There one no, there's one in Sacramento. That's okay, Sacramento. And I, I do that one too. Um, but but as, as fate would have it, my buddy Jack Murray, who used to, um, who slept on my couch, slept on my porch in Arizona. Yeah. He, he was a waiter in my well. I was a bartender there when I messed up my leg in basketball. He followed us to San Francisco or came, and he, he became a real estate mogul. Really? And now like he, mogul, mogul, money, money, mogul, money, mogul. So Damn. now he has a mansion in North Beach. Wow, two blo- cool. <laughs> two, two blocks from Coit Tower. Wow! And so I can walk to the Punchline and walk to uh, Cobb's and do my set. So it's like living in a. It's like the best thing. It's awesome. Yeah. You so in the mansion. So yeah. There, oh, I know. And he's, and he's still single, and he just loves it. And he's one of these guys that you know. He's he's, he's like our age, so you know yeah. he doesn't have too many guys that can just hang out and do right. nothing all the time. So he loves having me show up and ah. drink his booze, <laughs> and uh, it's just the best. So that's fun. Yeah, I have a great time. Thank you, Jimmy. Oh man, yeah, green, green tree. I'm good. Green tree to plug. Yeah, yeah the, oh, man. the best burger yeah, in man. town. Man. Nice, nice burger. The burger, beer. Great waitress sipping some coffee now. <laughs> I said, did the beer to you know slow me up and the coffee wake me back up? Here. So I go home. My wife would do. I had a little coffee lunch, you know. Yeah, a little, Joe little, and little I, meeting. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a little meeting with Josh. We had a meeting. That's the better line. That's better. Yeah, a little meeting. We had a meeting. Yeah, yeah that's what my wife always sees on my night when she she does my taxes like she plugs them in. <laughs> I had a seventy nine dollar meeting at the <laughs> Where are shots? Ted's bar. Shots at me. Yeah. Oh, oh, I always rip up the uh I never keep Oh you the, don't keep the tequila. Oh, stuff. oh I don't keep the when it says you had. Yeah. No, I make it like, oh, you had four guys. We all had lunch. I don't make it like, no, it was just me and some guy. We had like we five pitchers. Yeah, we drank five pitchers and three shots each. <laughs> yeah, no. I make sure that's lost to the... But you know our wives know, too, when we oh, say yeah, that. Well, I'm going to try and hide it from my wife. They, I just don't want the know. IRS. Yeah, they know. You know, the wives are like, yeah, you, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, you had a meeting. Yeah. Well, your wife, she knows what she got into. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the, yeah the, well, I always say the people who marry comics, they're saints. They are. They're saints. They have to put up with a lot. Exactly. Yeah, they put up. They We're put up. Broken. 
Yeah. They're the women who are trying to fix this, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. My, my wife's trying to fix. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a lifetime project. She'd be happy I didn't finish all my fries. <laughs> yes. What's your wife's name? What first name? Uh, Tracy. Tracy. Joe did good. Thank you. Listen to this. Joe did fantastic, man. We both had, uh, uh, tofu and, uh, we had, uh, yeah, Josh had his annual regular veggie burger, right? Yeah. And, and I, he yeah. had side salad, very side salad. pleasing side salad. Broccoli for dessert we had. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> Hetty, uh, it's funny, my wife, it's like she's so healthy, and does this ever happen to you? Like, like I, 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 I'm faithful, that's one thing, I got the faithful thing down, right. but it's like, but it feels like, like you're cheating whenever I have a McDonald's bag in the car. <laughs> you know, like, what's yes. this? Yes. You know, there must yes. be lipstick on the collar. It's worth, lipstick would be nothing. The McDonald's bag in the car is freaking uh, the worst thing. Oh, yeah. Ever. My wife, like, what's my, this? My wife would much rather be me at a strip club than like an in and out. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm the same way, Joe. Yeah. No, she's Why always, yeah, exactly. She's like, I, I'd rather you cheat on me uh, with a woman. Then come back 10 pounds heavier. Yes, then have that, that damn McDonald's bag. What right. This? Well, she's on me about, my cholesterol's 420. So hey, yeah, nice. You got me a, beat slightly. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a big, say, it's my trick. Lipitor, best. It's good stuff. Okay, I got Brought me down to 160. I gotta take and, it. I gotta, I'm not eating healthy. I gotta force my doctor, cause he at first was like, you gotta do it healthy. You're too young to be on that. And so I tried so hard. Allie's got down to like 385. You know, you gotta tell everybody, like I do, it's genetic. <laughs> the it's ha- well, thyroid. Cholesterol, cholesterol. genetic. <laughs> I can't help it. It's a curse. Yeah, what are you gonna do? You, you, I gotta you, carry my burden. Yes. You, I went from like 340 to 160 on Lipitor. Wow. Yeah, yeah I could, I, I gotta, recommend it. I gotta be on my guy, cause people are starting to get worried now. It's like, I really gotta. Oh, I just, I, we just had a bacon burger. I'll go home, take my Lipitor. I'm good. Good to go. How many how many a day you gotta take? Every hour. Every <laughs> <laughs> Even I be I, I just crushed up and put it in my food. Yeah, you're taking lines of lipitor. Yeah. You just take one a day, you're good. You're good. Is that it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's easy. Because I, I feel like I take one for like my heartburn every morning. Have I need you, I need that thing. Have I'm you done a colonoscopy fire. yet? Uh yeah. I mean like a couple I years ago. Something about it over. As soon, as soon as you, uh, determine for over 40, and, and then when you, know, you hit 50, it's all over, may really be a zero in on the colon. I yeah. Love it. I haven't done it. I've been avoiding it. Well, you, now that's something you gotta do, bro. I know. See, that's what they said. Just like you said, Joe. No. <laughs> okay. No, man. No, you really gotta do it. Yeah, yeah, cause I'm I, I did mine at like 48. It. I mean, I'm sorry, 38. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go again, cause I always keep an Asian doctor. They have small hands. That's a great. <laughs> that's a good idea. I'm writing yeah, it down. Yeah. No, seriously. Find it. Find a little Asian lady. Oh, and little and, hands. Yeah, yeah. Little, little hands. That's a great idea. That's a great. Well, I've avoided this. I, I think we all wait till I'm seventy. I, I made it this. I time. love you. I you know what I love you. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a really nice Thanks. time. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thanks. I, you know, I love you too much, Jimmy. Like seriously, you, you got it. It's mean, a big one. It's a big one to do. It's yeah. a, well, we're a little one. You got to find an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I want a little Asian lady. <laughs> I want a little Asian lady with who, who owns a little Asian hose with camera. That's what I want. The, the, 
the colonoscopy. The, yeah, I'm the prostate exam. I know. Yeah, the, I have to get the finger. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about a camera. Yes. No, I've never done a camera. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. See. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I. Well, I've done the the the, the finger. Oh. Thing well, oh okay. Last I year. was just. I'm only mandating the finger. I'm, I'm not going to. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to ask you for a camera, Jimmy. Uh, no. Okay, uh, Joey. Yeah. I I'm not finger. a family member. Oh, I thought, went, <laughs> I thought you went all the way to camera. No. I'm no. I'm never. No one's. No one's. I'm the no one's Kodak moment yet. See, they want me to do the camera up there. Which I keep fighting. That but I have like, to do it eventually. Like, sure. They say you have to get a picture of that. Yeah, it's for your wall, for your headshot. Well. <laughs> for the next Steeler Cruise. Six minute, yeah. Here's my, here's my six minute video of my <laughs> exam. Hey, people get set. I liked it. Oh, God. Good closer. Yeah, I avoided it in my last physical too somehow, the camera. Well, not to I be, I, got out not, I mean, not to be, but, it, can they tell with the finger if you need the camera, or no? It's a no. Well, they, they could tell that, that, that the finger's a good one, you but know. not the uh, not the end all. I mean, for me, it wasn't good. But no. It was good. <laughs> good test. Yeah. They, they, there's a thing, the PSA blood test. They, which I have to do that again. So okay. That's just like the regular. T- they could tell usually from that one's a big one. The PSA test, the big one, the blood test. Okay. Well, I've had those. Every that's year. a big one, and then the finger's a big one. But the the, the camera, I think they're going in, they can really see. Well, they, they, they it's better. Christmas morning in mine. Yes, they, they, in there. If they if they have a problem after the camera, where where do you go? I mean, it's, oh yeah, it's, 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 that's pretty you're, much. You're done. You're done. So the camera, you're, yeah. After camera, you're good. I somehow avoided the camera for the last few. I did an executive physical at this place called the Green. <laughs> I know, really. That's <laughs> a sport coat to a CEO. Yeah, that's where the CEO comes in, prods me. No, but. Uh, I, uh, yeah, that's work guy put a tie on work guy. I give him the briefcase. You know, butler. And they, and they do the physical, yeah, and they fire some people and they walk out. No, but I did, I did the executive physical and, they, and uh, I don't know how I avoided that. I, I, I wrote on there, I don't know how I wrote on the card. It was this thing at the Greenbrier. You, you, you pay part of your medical pays part and then you pay part and you stay there for two days and they, they do everything. They, they head to toe. And somehow I put, I didn't have time for the, I don't know how I did this, but I somehow put wrote down, I didn't have time for the colonoscopy. How that would happen in two days, I'm there, I don't know, but somehow I was able to avoid it. But I like, I like, I like the sound of it, except you for like the, it. the ass play. Well, I gotta, I know, but <laughs> Gam- I, gambling and golf, gambling. Well, you do have to, uh, you do have to, yeah, little. I mean, I did get out of the colonoscopy, yeah. thing, but you do have to do the finger. That, in your insurance, which wasn't good. The, part of it, okay. part of it, just part, yeah. Yeah, I don't think my, I don't think my insurance is that good. You have to have, like, you must have really good insurance. Uh, I have to kind of insurance, and they're like, you know, you're really sick. You got stripped through you the pills, but I, I, I think that's that's pretty bad. You, you think, <laughs> we're not helping you now. <laughs> we're not helping you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my insurance, will, yeah, like so bad. Do fundraisers on there for you? Have a place to get fundraisers. Right. <laughs> no, it's yeah, but, uh, yeah. It's, it's one of those things we got to take care of. Four hundred. You got to get the cholesterol med. You got to get the Lipitor, man. You I am. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I know because Anthony Bourdain does it too. So he does Lipitor. That's what he says. Yeah. Jesus, he's my he's, idol. He's, he says it on the show. I know. Isn't? I mean, it's funny of, of the he people, of people that, that like you. And me, like, we have the easiest lives on earth. That's the only guy with an e- a better life. I know. <laughs> I look at Bourdain and go, that's the guy. Yeah, he doesn't, right? even, he doesn't even, he can play all day. He doesn't even have to do sets at night. He's yeah. just traveling and eating. He just <laughs> eats, sleep. He literally has to eat, sleep, and shit. And that's yeah, it. yeah. And we watch it. Yeah. Every once in a while he has to eat, like, a, a, a pig ball or something. Yeah, in Taiwan that's or Thailand. But that's not bad. No, he, he, he goes right, to the good places. It. He goes to the good places. There's he other does. guys that, like, go. Yeah, that Zimmer guy, he's bugs. 
Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, everything like, worse than you know, that. We're like, you know, yak vomit. But he gets shit. to drink and get wasted on, on, uh, you know, he, he's like drunk half the time on that shit. I always, I tell you, I had a, I, I, I had this, this dream. And, and it's still, I still dream it can come true. And I invited him once on, uh, we were on the radio. We did an interview. I, I said, I could really, I want to show him inside Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh would do well on his traveling it would. I think we could show him some really interesting places. Yeah. And food, you know. That he would really, be, I think he'd be impressed with the food here. Exactly, Pittsburgh. and just the stuff to do. It's it, stuff to do, yeah. And it's a very he have a lot to write about. You know how he he, he likes to yeah. write about. You know, oh, I came here thinking it'd be this, but it's he, this. He introduce some, some, yeah, some colorful people, great places. Yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. I want to. I like to take Bourdain around. That's my dream. I think he'd be great at it. I got to do it. So that was Joe Bartnick and I at the Green Tree Inn. Appreciate Joey stopping by and letting us uh, record that. And, you know, it's always great to see him. Really funny guy. Check out his show. If you're a hockey fan at all, you just want to have a few laughs, too. Uh, check out Joe Bartnick on Puck Off. It's on the Sideshow Network. Or, or uh, check the Internet, see where he's at. If he's in your city, uh, definitely uh, check out Joe Bartnick in concerts. Really funny comic. So knows the stuff about hockey. What's that, Mikey? He knows his stuff about he hockey. He knows it. Yeah, yeah he, he does. Knows he knows it. his yeah, he knows hockey it. stuff yeah. and, and loves 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 our Penguins as he's mm-hmm. a Pittsburgher through and through. So, yes, yeah, this is uh, Jim Crane, No Restrictions. Thanks a lot for listening.